are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Friday, final day of the show, final episode of the week. we got a bunch of things to dive into. I want to talk about Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson growing as leaders of this team and growing on the defensive side of the ball. I also want to take a look at the fact that the NBA is going to have an all-star game. Is it a good idea or a bad idea or just like a middle-of-the-road idea? Oh, yeah, and the Pelicans take on the Indiana Pacers. We'll preview that game for you tonight back on the road. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So before we get into that, I want to just thank everyone for being here. It's Friday. I want to practice a little bit of gratitude during you know the times we're all living in, whether you're a new listener who recently started listening in, maybe today's the first time, or if you've been with me for any of the four, five years, 900 plus episodes that we've recorded here on Locked On Pelicans, I appreciate you all making me part of your day or listening in, whether that's once a week, twice a week, or all five days of the week, whenever it is, I appreciate you all being here with me. It's a lot of fun to do now that the team is winning a little bit more, maybe. Maybe, maybe has one or two things figured out, the season becomes a whole lot more fun. So thank you all very much for being here. And don't forget, please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from and leave a five-star review with a comment that actually really helps. It takes like 30 seconds. It makes a big difference for me and the show that you don't have to pay anything to listen to. There's no paywall or anything like that. Just Pelicans Talk, Monday through Friday, covering the biggest stories, all the news, and giving you my insight on everything here. So thank you all for listening. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast and leave a review. So let's focus on the defensive side of the ball a little bit here because ESPN and Andrew Lopez, friend of the show, friend of mine, has a really great article up on the front page of ESPN and their NBA site about what's going on kind of with Zion and Brandon Ingram. And we've seen some pretty decent to like really good performances from both of them over the past couple of games. When it comes to Brandon Ingram, you're seeing deflections and him really trying to deny other guys the ball and try and poke the ball loose, get a couple of easy steals, fast breaks, what have you, but just trying to make things generally uncomfortable for opponents. And that's something the Pelicans probably haven't done enough of. They didn't do it down the stretch against De'Aaron Fox. They made things really easy on him, but overall, that kind of consistency takes time, but they definitely... Definitely, sorry, a hiccup there. Definitely did it against the Phoenix Suns. That's good. You want to see that. And it sounds like both of these guys and Stan Van Gundy are crediting a lot of this with almost like extra work these two are putting in in the film room in one-on-one sessions with Stan Van Gundy. I freaking love this. Every quote in this, and you've got to go read the article yourself, but every single thing is exactly what you want to hear out of these guys. Over the offseason, what I say? These guys need to be the leaders, right? You all probably said the same thing. And until I saw it, I was going to be a little bit skeptical, but being a leader requires extra work, getting your teammates in the right spots, but also just leading by example, right? Like if you're going to be the best player on the team and expect the other players to fall in line, you need to be the best player on the team. Well, these guys are starting to do it. 
And I love everything about this. So they're going to get in the film room after games with Stan Van Gundy and go over the film and dive in a little bit deeper. And it's led Brandon Ingram to watching more films so that he already has watched it a couple of times by the time he goes in for this extra study session. It's like after school, like extra credit hours or something like that, because maybe you're falling behind, but these guys haven't been, to just kind of get up on it. And now he's already coming in even more prepared. So these habits that Stan Van Gundy are trying to instill in these guys are already starting to pay off. That's freaking awesome. That's what you want to see with all of this. And it's leading to great play out there on the court. And this comes from Zion Williamson after shoot around on Wednesday, what he said, quote, I think it's great for us and it's great for the team. The team looks on us. If our body language isn't good, they'll start having bad body language. I think if we're always encouraging and always giving our teammates confidence, that can change a lot. And quote, oh man, that that is being a leader, Right. Like, that's being a leader. Brandon Ingram says, I've probably watched the film two or three times before he tells me, but just being self-aware on a lot of th- of a lot of things so I could speak up a little bit and build a better relationship with Coach Stan Van Gundy and build a better relationship with Zion on and off the basketball court, those relationships are important for us to keep going in an upward direction. Stan points out everything that we can do well and can do better and the things we've done to help our team win. End quote. Oh, hell Yeah. That's like, this is, this is, should be music to your ears. This is exactly what you want to hear them do and the way you've wanted them to act. And they're finally doing it. And it's starting to really pay off. This is freaking awesome. And this is kind of one of the things that we've just waited for, right? And Zion then said, I'm going to read you a lot of quotes from this. For me to get my teammates some energy, I took that personal so I can just play defense on the guard and get my teammates going in the first quarter. I know whatever energy we can get, we need because we need to run off some wins. End quote. Yes, I love this. They knew what to do in pick and roll coverage. They were prepared from watching the film, working with Stan Van Gundy. This is why they brought him in for all of this stuff. And I think that's What's really great, there's another quote from Ingram. He was really, really aggressive referring to Zion. That definitely trickled down to everybody on the team. Our guards started guarding the basketball and we just tried to emulate what they did. Yes! Like, oh my God, yes, this is exactly what you want. Look, it's going to take some time for this to be very consistent and for them to do this on a daily basis. But that type of energy and that type of attitude is infectious. And when it infects everybody, that's how you build a culture around a lot of this. So these guys are starting, maybe it came a little too you know, late in the season or not at the onset of everything, like maybe we would have liked, but right now they're doing it. They're saying the right things and it actually translated to a win over the Phoenix Suns. This is the type of thing that should get you really excited. I've been critical of Zion's defense because it has not been good, but actually over the past five games or so, you've seen it improve. And he really saw it culminate with his performance against the Phoenix Suns. Same for Brandon Ingram, who's been improving a little bit longer than that. I love this. This is how you build a culture. This is how you build the team. And this is what you want to see out of both of those guys. I know people have been frustrated with Stan Van Gundy, but you hear a story like this, you should feel really excited about the work he's doing here. And it's a great idea to bring those two guys, just those two, the leaders of the team, not anyone else. Start with them and see if it kind of spreads to others, trickles down, if you will. And it seems like it did. Now, if they do this for a handful more games and you start to see some consistency, that is how you can potentially turn a season around. So I love this story.
So before we get to the All-Star Game, I want to look at that a little bit here. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Whether you're looking to bet on the Super Bowl, all the different prop bets, whether you feel good about the Bucks, I almost called them the Patriots or the Chiefs, and you want to get in on the action, the only place to do it and the only place I trust is BetOnline.ag. And when you sign up, use the promo code Locked On. you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus. You deposit $1,000, they're giving you $500 for free. That's like free money. It's a good rate of return. That's a little bit better than if you bought GameStop stock right now. So they've got all the prop bets on the Super Bowl. They have all of the prop bets, by the way, coming up for the All-Star Game. You think BI's getting in? Zion's getting in? Go make some money off of it right here. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget, use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So the NBA All-Star Game has been announced. They're actually going to have a game with a dunk contest, a skills competition, I'm assuming a three-point contest in there as well. And it sounds like it might be all on the same day. So... The immediate reaction on Twitter to this was, don't do this. This is a terrible, crappy idea in that it was a money grab. All of those things are true, but I also don't hate the NBA actually trying to do this. And I'll try and explain here. I I get shades of the bubble in Orlando when I hear this. Look, there's still a pandemic that's raging on. It's not going to be that different by the time we do this all-star break, this all-star game. And it just puts a bunch of players who are not really used to being around each other one and they're coming from different teams where we've seen certain issues. So you kind of leave that bubble you're in, you go to another bubble and then you go back to your bubble potentially infected and kind of compromise it. I can see why people are like, no, 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 this is dumb. Cause to some degree it is, but it doesn't mean that it's actually a terrible, terrible idea. Unnecessary. Absolutely. Cash grab by the NBA. Absolutely. But also one they're probably going to pull off safely. These guys, when they return to their home market before going to the All-Star Game or whatever they're participating in Atlanta with it, they're going to be getting tested daily. They're going to probably spend some time in isolation in Atlanta too. You know what? The NBA pulled off the bubble successfully. No issues there whatsoever, right? I don't know why they can't do this even on a smaller scale. And frankly, some part of it actually makes a little bit of sense as like a preemptive measure, I think. This was proposed by John Corrales of Locked On Celtics. He hosts Locked On NBA with me on Wednesday, and he threw this idea out at me, which kind of sounds conspiracy theory-ish, but also does it. Like, this is one of those ones where it's like, oh man, I I actually might might believe this sort of thing. Um, and, and it's also plausible. This is not like Bill Gates is trying to microchip us or something like that through a COVID vaccine. This is the idea of if players have time off, what are they going to do? We've seen a number of these guys. They party, right? They're going to go on vacation. They're going to go to Cabo or something like that and get away and potentially go to riskier situations and scenarios. And then maybe a couple of them come back having COVID or infected. Now you're missing five of the top 10 players in the league for two weeks, potentially when you come back from the all-star break and it turns out they're in, in COVID protocols. That's not a way to have the NBA, right? Like that's a big problem if you're missing all of those guys all at once. But if you throw them in Atlanta for an all-star game and all of that stuff, they can't go and do that other stuff. 
maybe going to Atlanta is actually safer and they're doing this because they don't trust these star players that much. James Harden, looking at you. Kyrie Irving, looking at you. Got the Nets. That's kind of terrifying. Um, so when you look at it like that, like it kind of makes some sense. And I do think it is safe. And look, there's, I, I you know, I think it could send a bad message, right? There's going to be fans in the stands at this. And recently in Atlanta, we saw that that courtside Karen get into it with LeBron James. She's sitting courtside, like right courtside. When you watch Pelicans games, there's no one within like 30 feet of the court, right? Maybe longer than, further away than that. Seeing someone courtside under a basket was kind of jarring, let alone she had her mask down and was screaming at LeBron James. In theory, they could have been like, you know, they were within spitting distance to some degree, I think. That's a little bit frightening to me. And if they do this game, I don't think you can have people that close. I wouldn't like that part of it. But everything else, I'm actually okay with this. Again, I acknowledge it's unnecessary, but I actually trust the NBA to pull this off successfully and most importantly, safely. So why not? It has the game on TV that helps ratings and revenue and money and people will probably watch this and it only helps the league. And look, the league's got to do what the league's got to do to survive. I'm kind of okay with this. Again, unnecessary. You don't need to be doing this. This is definitely not a requirement, but the players seem to want to do this. The coaches seem to want to do this. I don't know if you can pull it off safely. Why not? You can, you can argue maybe it sends the bad message to teams in those home markets of like, well, if they're having fans at the All-Star game, we should be able to go to games. And maybe that encourages people to go out. But that's also probably what the NBA wants, right? You can have 1,400 people at the Smoothie King Center. Why not try and fill it up? And if you can do something to encourage that too, maybe this is it. Oh, yeah, I like basketball. There's fans there. I want to go. Partially, I think, you know, you could say that's irresponsible or also the rules and the regulations are there and you can go to games. So if you can and they can encourage it, I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing. Unnecessary to do this? Absolutely. So was the bubble. But they pulled it off safely and on a much smaller scale. I think the NBA can do the same here. So I think it's going to be fun to watch. Now, does Zion or BI get in? That's going to be a big question. I'm going to start to, I I know the early fan return voting is out there, but I really need to kind of think about my all-star ballot because I think the guys at the top this year are like solidly in the top and there's a lot of really good players right now. And I wonder if you're going to see a lot of big snubs for guys that you would expect to get in and being in a smaller market on not so much of a good team. I could see that happening for Zion and or Brandon Ingram. So it's going to be curious to see if one or both of those guys gets in there or if they don't get in is it actually a snub or what kind of happened and that's something I'm going to be keeping an eye on over the next couple of weeks all right next up game day here for the Pelicans they take on the Indiana Pacers on the road we'll take a look at that game coming up Today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Seriously, you've just got to try them. You've heard me talk about these a lot. I've told you I spend my own money on these things. And basically, like every month, I have a new favorite flavor. That's how good all of these things are that I don't even stick with one. I like to mix it up and keep trying the different ones. Then I'm like, oh, now that one's my favorite. It had been the mint brownie flavor, which was basically mint chocolate chip ice cream, but in healthy protein bar form. And now it's the double chocolate one, which is the closest one I've seen truly to a uh, candy bar. It's it's lighter too. It's soft. They're easy to chew. It's kind of airy and light and I re- it liked it. These bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. As I said, they're easy to eat. They're not chalky. They're not dry. You don't need to chug down a bottle of water with one. And these are great for the person who's just trying to be more health conscious, whether you want one of these before a workout, after a workout, or it's kind of a meal replacement for lunch. These things are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. Some have 19 grams of protein and 180 calories or 17 grams of protein and just 130 calories. 
So you're not wasting all of the cardio that you just did. You've been on the bike for an hour or so. You can eat one of these and it just didn't undo everything that you just did. So go over to BuiltBar.com, use promo code locked on, and you're going to get 20% off your next order. That's promo code locked on for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans also brought to you by rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are always reliably low. They're going to offer you the lowest price possible rather than changing and charging prices based on what the market's going to bear out. It's a family business. That's why they do it like this. They've just been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Everything you could possibly need from engine control modules, brake pads, tail lamps, you you want just cheap motor oil? They've got it there. Fluids for your car? Have all that too. You need a new jack like I did for one of mine? Cool. Got it at rockauto.com. Best prices I've found. I have hundreds of car parts in a room right now that I'm waiting to install. If I ordered them from anywhere else, it would have been thousands of dollars probably in car parts rather than hundreds. That's a big deal to me and I'm happy that this is an option available to you all as well. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com game day here for your new orleans pelicans as they take on the indiana pacers pacers trade away victor oladipo kind of signaling a bit of a change of direction for him trying to bring in karis levert who in a weird twist discovered he had a mass on his kidney and he's going to be out but he's healthy now so that's great but this indiana pacers team just won't go to go away uh, head coach nate bjorksing has kind of breathed some life into them after they let go of Nate McMillan, who I thought was a good coach, but clearly was the right sort of move. They're led by Demodis Sabonis, who's having a pretty good year, almost 22 points per game alongside 12 rebounds, bit of a force down low, but he's also got a three-point shot as well. Malcolm Brogdon has started every game for him so far this year. He's averaging 22, 7, and 4. He's also shooting the three ball incredibly well on high volume, 40%. You've got Miles Turner, and actually, I'm going to touch on him in a second. Uh, Jeremy Lamb coming off the bench and some spot starts has been really good for them as well. And then, of course, you've got Miles Turner. This is where it's going to be interesting. And this is the, the kind of matchup I want to watch in the game tonight. Miles Turner right now is running away with defensive player of, year, of the year. The rim protection that he is providing the Indiana Pacers, he's averaging 3.8 blocks per game. Almost four blocks per game. That's how good he's been. Zion is scoring at a freakish clip freakish clip this dude is just shooting you know 12 of 14 mid to high 80s at times in a way that we've really never seen before can he do it on miles turner and if he can zion might make a claim for an all-star game uh for an all-star spot this is the game to do it you need one of those statement performances sometimes destroying and scoring efficiently on and around the potential defensive player of the year is really going to be able to do it. I'm also going to feel real good about Zion's offensive development going forward. And if he's corralled a little bit by Miles Turner, does he keep the playmaking up? That's what this game comes down to to me. These two guys kind of going at it, and I am really excited about this one and uh, how it could end up going. It's the biggest thing to me. This Pacers team isn't amazing at anything they're ninth in offense 15th at defense they're 12 and 10 they're just like competent enough right they're not unbelievable they don't blow you away with really anything they do though they're very good at getting inside and getting to uh the rim and trying to score that way but they don't shoot threes a ton they're good enough at 
uh, making their threes, all of that stuff. I don't know. They don't blow you away. I think with the way New Orleans has been playing with kind of the renewed effort on defense, you could see them doing um, and keeping this one pretty close. Just got to prevent them from making shots a little bit. But we've seen the Pelicans get guys a little bit more uncomfortable right now. They're not a strong rebounding team whatsoever. So you should see Steven Adams really control the boards and kind of set this team up for a lot of the success. But really, Zion, Miles Turner, I'm going to be watching that battle tonight. I'm kind of really excited for this one. So I can't wait. Hope you can't wait either. And that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans, this week of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all on Monday.